It was funny. What man. I was laughing at at Stand Up Live when you do your joke about the kicking the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, and, man. And that lady was sitting in front in the wheelchair. <laughs> oh, man. Perfect. Uh, all right, all right, all right. There's, that's, that's a perfect example yo, of, of. That's, that's if, funny. That's if you wouldn't have made show. her laugh, nobody else would laugh. Listen. I don't think she did. Like, I think it was really bad because I remember talking to her like, oh. And you went on right after a guy in a wheelchair. Yes, right after a guy in a wheelchair. Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Great Tokens, episode nine. I'm your boy D Bowden, aka Siete Spank. And one of our guests we got on here is my man from a different brand, uh, Karma Bird, and my co host, Kenny Martin. Man, you can catch me on uh, Instagram, Kenny Martin Live. We're glad to have Karma in the house. Yo, yo, you know, Karma Bird, uh, Instagram, Karma Bird, Facebook. And uh, I'm here. Yeah. Let's get it. So local uh, Phoenix comedian, a little high-level Phoenix comedian, came in from Ohio, right? <laughs> high-level. I'm not that high. I'm not that well, high. You're not an open micer. I mean, I'll be high like when I like. Well, you're smoke. high as fuck right now. I but. mean, yeah. But, like, I'm not that high-level. <laughs> okay. Yes, I did. I came in from Ohio. I'm from Ohio. Right. That's where I'm from. What brought you here? Um. Man, look, comedy, I came here to do comedy, and then somebody stole my car, so I had to stay here. You came here to do com- comedy, a comedy show. No, I came here to do, wh- man, what's up, Reese? Motherfucker. I came here to do comedy, right. um, literally. Travel, I was I was trying to become a traveling comedian, and I was supposed to start here in Arizona, and I ended up getting stuck, and that's how I got. Somebody stole your car, and you're stuck. That, well, I was stuck. That's true. Right. The car was a little bit of a elaboration, but okay, okay, okay. somebody did steal my car too. But I got stuck, and that's how I got, how I got. How long got you been here. doing comedy? Um, six years now, man. Nice. How many six in years. Ohio? And uh, in Ohio, probably about four years. Four years, and then you've been here. Four too. years, and I've been here too. Okay, cool. Well, so, yeah. you know, we we know you outside of the podcast, obviously. Yes, sir. Um. See you around from time to time. Done a couple shows yeah, with yeah, Karma. Yeah, Karma. But, uh, so, so you've been doing comedy six years now. What tell tell us this? What frustrates you or uh, about comedy in general? What disappoints you? What frustrates you? You um, know, because we talk offline sometimes about things that bother us and what what Frust- frustrations, frustrations, um, or disappoints. I think the thing that disappoints me about comedy is um, how divided it is. That's a good one. How divided it is. Like it, you have, um, you know, certain people that mess with a certain type of comedy, and mm-hmm. certain people that mess with this type of comedy, and that mess with this type of comedy. And um, I think comedy is a is a thing that needs to be. Everybody needs to be more open minded. Okay. And a little bit less judgmental. Are you talking about as far as the fans of comedy? Are you talking about as far as the clubs? I would say everything. 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 All, so as far, even as far as uh, comedians and the groups that they they belong to or the they kick it with the cliques, yeah. um, comedy clubs and the the people that they, you know, choose 
fans and the, the comedians that they just cling with mm-hmm. instead of opening their minds to other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we It seems like in a society where we have more opportunities to become open-minded with because we have more opportunities to express opinions right, right, with the right, social right. media that we become closed-minded, more closed-minded in a way. Right. I see your so point. So that's the one thing that, that frustrates me probably about our comment. Okay. Makes sense. Right, right. So uh, with that being said, like, how do you think un- – funny people get gigs that, or, or even advance in this field of comedy right. that we do. And that kind of ties in with what he was saying right. before. You so know, what? So is, is, you know, that's an easy answer. They work their ass off, man. Un- unfunny people? And I can't be mad at that. I, I, I can't be mad at somebody who can... I think God works in ironies. All right? right. So he'll give... you. You'll have like a hell of a gift but no determination. Right. Or you can't do shit but you're one determined persistent motherfucker mm, right i don't know if i can cuss on yeah you cuss. okay yeah. yeah but you're just determined i think people with no skill that happen to bust their ass they deserve it hey. I, mean, I mean it goes back to you know you hear it in rap they say consistency and hard work pays off flat out pain yeah. and simple i don't matter like we, we had a little offline discussion about how we feel like rap music is dying down it's but there's so much success going in it right mm. and what we don't know is the hard work it's and the, the consistency work. that they yeah. put in yeah. like whatever body of work they got out we like this is garbage but they may have yeah. a strong camp yeah. they networking them and they keep pushing their music yeah. and guess what now they're starting to reap the benefits of their hard work right so i can't knock that you At know all. What i mean i can't so what i mean let me jump into that. What what are you talking about as far as like uh, Spotify rappers and stuff like that? <laughs> All rappers, man. I mean, you got a lot of people that's not uh, what you want to say radio friendly rappers, but they're financially stable. They're they're in, they're free, man. They can do what they want. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I was growing up, bro, there was you could turn on a radio station, right, and you can hear Tupac in one song. Mm-hmm. You can hear Biggie, and then you can hear Arrested Development. Tennessee. And then Mm -hmm. Wu-Tang. You know what I'm saying? And then Buster Rock. Like, there was different brands. There was different styles, and everybody respected it because there was an open-mindedness. You see what I'm saying? It it comes back to 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 exactly what I was talking about. There was an open-mindedness that was accepted, and we don't have that right now that's why everybody's getting canceled yeah with the cancel culture yeah that is true that whole cancel culture man you don't know where it's coming from what they i mean you don't even just the um you don't even have to do anything just they can claim that you did something and it gets on twitter and you're done man you're done like brian callum was here uh over uh, new year's eve Mm-hmm. And he got in some quote unquote trouble because some somebody leaked out to the LA Times of shit that he did, and now he's canceled. You know, right. now he's he lost like the fifth biggest podcast and on Apple, and now he's screwed. You know, and it's 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 that simple. I was yeah yeah. Well, we was <laughs> yeah. talking about yeah. the other day. It's that simple, man. Like when I first when I first started doing this, when I first started doing this, man. Um, I had a serious background, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
my little brother went to jail for attempted murder. My younger brother, my youngest brother is a gun runner mm-hmm. currently. Okay. So when I shout went, out to his brothers. Right, right. Shout out to the bros. <laughs> Let's get that on the download. But the the bottom line is, man, when I went into the, to doing comedy, man, like I was telling D, Jay Z got us got a got a quote that he says to Beanie Siegel where he says, Beans, I ain't trying to change you. Just give you some game to make the transition from the street to the fame. And I didn't understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. When you're in the spotlight, man, like you can't do when you're in a king's light, basically, you can't do peasant. No, you things. can't do peasant shit. No. You're not so you, you gotta hold yourself to you a higher standard. And that's okay. That's yeah. okay if you're ready to handle that. But um I wasn't when I first started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie to you. So You got in some shit? I did a lot of stupid shit, mm-hmm. a lot of stupid shit. So I could imagine um, somebody like Justin Bieber, who puts a puts a song out on YouTube or whatever. And then the next next thing you year, know, he's, he's the, the biggest, biggest thing. And right. of course, yep. he had the life that he's had so far. You feel me? So, so I but, don't know, man. So then, I mean, what crazy shit. So with that being said, and bro, do do you think it's easier or harder for? us being black comedians in comedy um and if so why side note i feel like a damn oreo right now (laughs) (laughs) um you know what comedy happens to be one of the few things uh genres subjects right um, that's the even playing field. If you're funny, you're funny. If you're funny, you're funny. Um, comedy has never been just a black thing. Right. It's never been just mm-hmm. a white thing. Right. It's n- never been just a Latino thing. It's they put the people on the stages that are funny. And the funny thing about that is it, it laughter Trans- laughter transcends it's with any cultures. with every culture you culture, feel me yeah. so you'll have like like i love uh uh george lopez right feel me mexican guy and i'm sure he loves charlie murphy right i love uh ck lewis right whiter than white is white white yeah. but he's dope because he makes me laugh he brings it. That's the thing about laughter, bro. So, yeah. there you go, man. That is I cool. don't think I will, I'll say this. I don't think it's harder for us. Being a white no. dude, um, when there's black guys in the crowd, mm-hmm. it's harder for a white dude to do edgy stuff. Not because cause I make I think I make black dudes laugh. Right, right, right. But it's the white people want to make sure the black guys are laughing at the shit I say. You know what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to flip yeah. it for you. And, 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 and a lot of white guys think that shit. But it's not but true. But as long as I make you laugh, everybody else will laugh. No, 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 no. Fuck that shit. Hear me out. I, I'm up there saying it. No, hear me I out. I see it. Is, is if you say something that's funny, it's funny. Right. Whether, whether the black people laugh no, or no, no. the white people what be I'm, way for What I'm saying not. is the white, white people wait for the black guys to laugh because of their white guilt. You think so? I know so. Yeah, I see. Hey, just, uh, you know what? I, I know I've so. never had it from that perspective, so yeah. I can't say. Because I, I say, I say, uh, 
a joke about uh, the Confederate flag. Uh-huh. About I'm from Alabama, yada yada, Confederate flag, and it's it's funny. It's it's not racist, but it's funny. It's on the line. Black guys love it. Right. But white people have to wait until they the wait black to see guys. how we gonna respond. Yeah. And, and then, then they the, go, oh, whew, yeah. we dodged that uppercut because <laughs> yeah. that could have went wrong. You know, and it, like you said, it's that white guilt. Yeah. We so talked about that before. All right, so I'm going to tell you a reverse of that because this is what makes me what makes me challenge it, what okay. you said. All right. So I had a joke where I talk about uh, Harriet Tubman shackles. I talk about uh, somebody wrote an article that said that black people are genetically predisposed to fashion. So I said, like, back in the day that black people was looking at black people was like, oh, my God, those are the dopest shackles I've ever seen in my life. Like, right. this is beautiful in slavery or whatever. And white people Thought it was die just- at that shit. You feel right, me? They, yeah. like, laugh at a joke about slavery. And when I seen that, when I seen that for the first time, it made me realize that Funny is funny. Funny is funny. Like, yes, normally, maybe they would have looked to a black guy in that audience and looked for his permission to laugh at that joke, mm-hmm. but they don't. Was it a black guy that said it? That's probably that's why. Probably why. And that's why I said that. That's it. Right. That's because, why I said yeah. I, I A white never, guy couldn't have said I've that. I've never right. seen it from right. your perspective. Right. Now, yeah. now you see, because you'd be like, oh, shit. That's fair. Yeah. You know? If I would have said that, then right. it'd be crickets. It'd be but you, you like, uh, I think you can get it off, though. Yeah. I think yeah. you can get it off. As long as I make the black dudes and black ladies laugh, <laughs> I can say most anything, right? Right. right. But if, if it's not funny, you the black dudes right. don't laugh. Nobody laughs. That's a lot of pressure, man. Yeah, that is. But that, that is. That's a lot yeah. of pressure. But yeah. So it was like bending over, picking up cotton and shit for a long time. Like that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. Straight up. Hey, listen. You know what? You know what? With, with that being said, you know what messed my head up when I first that? moved out here, and I seen like cotton fields, bro, like on the main streets. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it's it was like a. Like a aura went over me because I was like, we grew up, we we come from the city, right? Yeah. So we know what our grandparents told us about. Like we ain't see it. Yeah. But then when I got here and just to see, like they have fields of cotton. They do. Like you go on 83rd Ave and go down, you hit they 83rd do. and Thomas right by CVS. There's cotton fields, and like my mind was just blown, bro. And like I had a moment, I had to pull over and like. It's just damn, every day for me, man. Yeah, I'm from Alabama. So you seeing not just the cotton field, you got the actual plantations. Plantation, plantation houses, right? Yeah. And them shits are probably like 127 yeah. rooms or some crazy yeah. stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, there's like some that. big plant plantations up there. Like that that shit that shit was just mind boggling, yo. Like, damn, I heard about it, but actually seeing it is like I, I did. I felt some type of way no, I'm for a, the moment. You know, I'm for, for the moment. Like, me up. That's crazy. When I got here and I seen my first Native American, and I be telling that joke on stage about the person and I seen eating the spaghetti with, with right. their hands, this is a Native American mm-hmm. person. Wow. And that shit fucked me up because we don't have none of them back home. Really? You don't have Native Americans yeah. like that? Oh, see, yeah. Not see, in Columbus. Yeah. yeah. And I asked, I asked, I Real life, I asked this motherfucker. I was like, "Yo, why are you eating your spaghetti with your with your hands?" Right, and he was like, "I ain't got no fork." 
Just That's plain, a which is, is a simple, simple answer. answer. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, you know. Right. <laughs> you, 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 you thought it was something else. He's just like, shit. I, I thought, it, no I thought he had something deeper for me. Right. He's like, like, I ain't got no utensils. Plain to see. I This got to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, this, but, but it was so funny because the way you tell it, it's like you're, you're going to think it's a big reason why, but well, it's like. That's what he said. Like the metaphor I got behind that joke is like. Like you said, if it's funny, it's just funny. True. doesn't have to be trivial. It's just funny because it's simple. It's, it's funny. Simple. It's funny. <laughs> what man. I was laughing at, at Stand Up Live, when you do your joke about the kicking the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, and, man. <laughs> and that lady was sitting in front in the wheelchair. <laughs> Oh man! Perfect. Uh, all, right, all right, all right. There's, that's that's a perfect example yo, right, of of that's that's if, funny. That's if you wouldn't have made thing. her laugh, nobody else would laugh. Listen, I don't think she did laugh. I think it was really bad because I remember talking to her like, "Oh." And you went on like, right oh, after a guy mm. in a wheelchair. Yes, <laughs> right <laughs> after a guy in a so wheelchair. Did it, like that, like like, oh, he had jokes about us. You no. know like, what? No. Right, like listen. Okay, here's a true story. Okay, the true story about that. Uh, my mother is a chef. Uh, she's a chef, and in Ohio, here you guys have fries, but we have Kroger's. Mm -hmm. Same so company. Same company. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have Kroger's, and uh, in Ohio, they only have two places that have restaurants. Two, two Kroger's that have restaurants, and my mom was the head of one one particular Kroger's in all of Ohio. And they have an appreciation day where the 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 cooks cook for all of the workers right. in the building. So she was outside cooking and all the homeless people were coming up to her saying, hey, can I get some food? And she, she got to turn them away. She don't have right. no choice, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. She's doing her job. So she's like, no, babe, I can't give you none. No, no, I can't give you none. And um, I happened to pop up on her one day, and I was in, like, a full suit. I was coming from work, just popped up on her that, that particular day. And this big guy rolls up to a dude. He rolls up with a guy in a wheelchair or whatever, and the dude was like, hey, can I get some food? And my mom was like, hey, babe, I'm sorry. I can't give you none. He was like, fuck you, bitch. And Right, that's, that's mama. Naturally, though, this was the messed right. up thing about it. It wasn't planned. Yeah. I had a whole suit on. Like, I wasn't trying. I didn't know that I was going to do this. But naturally, I just ran toward him and fuck. You kicked, <laughs> like, the, you kicked, kicked a homeless wheelchair. guy in a wheelchair. wheelchair. I don't know if he was Front necessarily kick. homeless, but he looked homeless. Like Sparta style. Like exactly, exactly. Sparta style. And uh, when I kicked him. This is Kroger. This is Kroger. <laughs> You know what? I've never thought about that before. There I appreciate go. that. Yeah, man. But I kicked the shit out of it. And when I kicked him, uh, the big dude that he was with, he was like standing to the side. And I kicked him in his chair, just like slid back like 10 feet. Like, shh. And the big dude like looked at me and I looked at him like, I'll kick you too. <laughs> and he, you know, grabbed the dude in the wheelchair. They turned around <laughs> and left. left like... Damn, that, he, that's the true story like to that. But, he gangster, um, man. <laughs> it was natural. Some like I, I didn't mean that. It wasn't. Right. Nothing, it wasn't unplanned. It just right. happened. Um, but I found that when I tell that story on stage, for some reason, people think that it's hilarious to kick a person in a wheelchair. It is funny, but it it's is. not funny when the 
is people in the audience in wheelchairs. In right, right. So I can understand right. round two. I know, right? That motherfucker right. got me twice. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough to uh, yeah, make fun of the, the crowd. That You have to make, if you're making fun of them or if you're telling any kind of sly joke against them, you, you have to make them laugh. I'll tell you what. I told a story about a girl um, that didn't have hands that gave me head one time without <laughs> right. without hands. But it was like nubs. And I, I was like telling the story, but I was telling like how I met her. And when I met her in the club or whatever, like I waved to her shade way back. <laughs> so I so I got pissed off and like walked over to her where I was like, bitch, did you see me like fucking waving at you or whatever? She was like, I ain't got no hands. <laughs> but <laughs> but she was bad. She was bad as fuck. You feel me? So like we went on the dance floor and the DJ was playing the shit. And uh he was playing this song. It's like everybody get your hands up. She, like she put her like she had nubs. Nub. Throw you put the scissors in the air. Bro, that was it. That was it for me. That shit turned me on. <laughs> you said it turned you on? It did. That oh, was it. Um, Those nubs was just going at it. Yeah, because cause she had. She did she even sick. have like the little thumb on the nub? Or no, was it she just didn't. a clean it was just straight nub. So was it, was, straight was it, nub. it turned you over because of the confidence? Like, like exactly. The confidence. Like she, she was confident. Care, like, I'm a bad bitch and, uh, with these nubs. Listen, it, she, she used her head like the. Her forehead and like she, she like pushed my dick in the corner of her elbow. <laughs> like speak, speak the mic, speak the mic, so so she, you can tell the she, story. I want because uh, I was trying to show you a visual of what she did. She like she like she used her forehead and and, and pushed my pushed my penis in the corner of her elbow and did the funky chicken, and um, it was real sensual. <laughs> the bottom line is, is if you meet a girl that don't have hands, you can um, still you can still get that. Nub job. That's what I'm saying. So uh, I don't even know where I was going, man. I'm I'm an incredible. It was the best thing. It was one of the best moments of your life. I have no clue. Oh, that's what you was talking about. One of the moments on stage. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was a that was a true story too. That's really good. So 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 we. So not not only does he kick, he kick, he 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 kicks uh, handicapped people, but he also gets head from them too. Yeah. Man, look, no, it was a it was a long no. story behind that. I it wasn't even a long story. Um, I had dated a girl that like she had really long. She had a wingspan like Kevin Durant. Like I swear to God, mm-hmm. and uh, she threw a watermelon at me one time. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> too many jokes. I'm not telling jokes though. That's what's no, crazy. I'm saying like I and it be seeming like I be talking about jokes on stage, but I'm not, bro. Like that shit really happened. She slung a damn watermelon at she you. She fucking picked up a water. It was the momentum that she had when she ran toward it, I believe. Or she was just strong as fuck. Man. I know she had big ass hands though, like Scottie Pippen. Why did she throw the watermelon at you? Because I I told her I wasn't doing the fucking dishes no more. And I'll be talking about that shit on stage. And people think that I'll be telling jokes, but I'm not. Man, she bitch picked up the watermelon and held that shit out to the side. Oh, and wow. slung it. Sidearm? And th- No, she threw it on the top shelf. Damn. But when she threw it on the top shelf, I remember thinking to myself, like, if this bitch can pick up a watermelon and throw it on the top shelf, she can throw it at me. Yeah. And I'm not that big, bro. And she palmed it. And she palmed that shit. She could tell and what you. if she could hit me with a flurry of them motherfuckers? <laughs> Dude, what she just she catch you with some jabs? Couple, but bow, 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 bro, it'd be bow, like it'd be like Street Fighter. 
combo, combo. You feel me? Do, 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 do. Sonic boom. Sonic right. boom. And who, who, who's going to say I got my ass whipped by my girl tonight? Right? With watermelons. With watermelons. That's crazy. <laughs> hey. So I'll, I'll take this one because oh. I know what, what crowd doesn't think he's funny. But what crowd do you think? What What is your genre? What is your um, mm. demographic? What What crowd what thinks crowd? you're the funniest? Like when you walk on the what stage and, you, the and you look out at the crowd and what, you see this these white people. people fucking love me. Okay. Black people be like, "What is he talking?" <laughs> <laughs> do you talk too crazy for black people? No, man. I just be saying big words. That is so bad. This is the truth. White people fucking love me, man. I'd be up there like indubitably, and they should be like, ah. Black people like, huh? I said, listen. I said, I thought, I thought this shit was hilarious, but the other day I was talking about how. I was talking about how black people be dressing up all the goddamn time. And I was talking about how uh I was talking about how they was they dressed up when Martin Luther King was do, doing the million man march. <laughs> <laughs> and I was pretty much talking about like why the fuck didn't he send like a memo out like, you know, wear athletic gear or some right, shit like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like tennis shoes. These motherfuckers right. are getting their ass beat right. and like walk blazers a, and walk ties and shit. We finna walk a mile with a three-piece suit on. You know what I mean? <laughs> getting their gators scuffed up and whatever. And and then you look across town and Bill Russell is, you know, wearing right. sweatpants. And, right. you know, Chuck Taylors and shit. It's like Martin. Where the fuck was the Chuck Taylors at when these niggas was... <laughs> You probably could have squirted fire hose right, at us right, and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And German Shepherds, like, how are you supposed to dodge German Shepherds and wingtip dress That's shoes? tough. Right. Right? Does that not make sense? Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's hot as fuck in Selma, Alabama. Right. Yes. And I was saying, that, there you go. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was saying this shit, and black people was looking at me like, oh, I don't get it. And I was white people like, oh, oh, oh right. my God. Wingtip dress shoes. Right. <laughs> So, all right, so, so white people is white people, <laughs> white people. So, with, with with that being said, I would assume: Would you rather be famous for being a comedian or as a rapper? Because we know you rap. I know you got them bars, bro. I, I witnessed and watched you perform. You know, I got some stuff, but I didn't. You be going a little deep, bro. You be on some uh, Nasir Jones type <sighs> shit. That's Nas, the rapper. I mean, people don't know. That's, you know what? You I got, would get to white it up for us. Yeah. Nice. yeah. No, it's I, Jones. I would uh, rather be, um, I would rather be more famous uh, being a comedian. Um, I think naturally I'm funnier. Just not even trying to be like, like I know cats that try to be and they're they're good at it or whatever, but like man, I'll just be chilling. People be fucking laughing at me and I'll be dead serious. serious about what I be saying, people be dead. Um but when I I'll probably be more famous for being a rapper, unfortunately. Um I have this ability to freestyle off the top of the head forever. And um, 
somehow people think that that's more of a gift than being funny when I don't think it is. Right. I think it's harder to be funny than it is to like rhyme some words to yeah, me. I think, yeah, I, I feel the same thing too because I feel like it, it's easy to put words together to sound clever. That's my metaphor with rap. Easy to put words together to sound clever, but like comedy, comedy is so, it's like levels to that shit because all your jokes ain't gonna reach the mass people, right? And when you want to reach the mass people, you have to find the balance to kind of, uh, Almost like in, in music, you got to dumb down your jokes yeah. or elevate yeah. your yeah. jokes. Yeah, you have to get a little hacky sometimes. Right, so it's, it's always different formulas in, in comedy mm -hmm. to get to that level, you know what I'm saying? Like like the way music is, music is just open. You can put out a song talking about do-rags and waves and fucking people will listen to it. Yeah. Right? You don't even have to have a concept. But with comedy, you got to have a concept, right? You got to have these different levels and formulas and recipes that's going to reach the the audience or for them to take grabs of your joke yeah but it's easy like like you said because i feel the same way like i can't write jokes i think i'm just naturally funny me just telling you what i go through my everyday life people laugh at that shit right because it's i'm not telling a joke like this is my life yo how hard is it to tell my life or tell what I go See, through. See, I, I have to tell jokes. I have to plan it out. I have to write it out. I have to think about it. I have right. to, to – everything, my whole whatever, 10 minutes, is going right. to be all planned out. How is right. your life, though? Is it good? Uh, it's good now, yeah. Hmm. You yeah. know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you where the jokes come from. They come from – everybody has this moment in their life they mm -hmm. everybody has this uh their downtime or their down period or whatever that's where the best jokes come from man like if you could ever remember your like we oh, were just like talking about you yeah we my, you know what we were yeah, okay yeah. i didn't yeah, know yeah. if you were no, no, say yeah, it, yeah that's fine yeah. yeah like that part that's where your best jokes are feeling come from, man. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I've got stories. I just gotta make them make them funny. Make them, like, yeah, yeah make tweak them a little bit, make them funny. Because right. I've got some joke or some stories that'll be like, "What the fuck was that guy?" Like, see. But I gotta make them funny. You know, it's. I think. I think. Um, I think. I think what makes what makes people funny is the um, the way in which you you tell your story or you tell whatever it is you're trying to tell, mm -hmm. but you paint a picture paint a picture for everybody to understand it. I, so, all right. So I'll give you a great example. I got this thing that I say all the time. That, uh, my girlfriend says, doesn't make sense at all. But to me, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time I said it and Jason Santiago mm -hmm. was like, that shit makes no sense, but only you can say it like this, all right? right? So when me and her get into an argument, I say all the time, we're like, man, fuck that, pick a decision. <laughs> to me, that makes sense. Right. To say the words, pick a decision. Right. To most people, I'm saying decision, a decision. Like, right. decide. I'm saying right. decide two times, but to me, to me, you're saying you got two choices. You got Pick choices. a choice. You know what I'm saying? Pick a choice. But, she, pill but, it, pill. but to everybody else in the world, that's... That's, that's absurd. Decision. Right. Nobody talks like that. Right. You feel me? But when I say it, I'm painting a clear fucking picture for you to understand. Right. 
and that's how I approach comedy. That's how I even approach rap. Like, man, like I, I say some shit, and if you can understand the words, then you can you can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, vocabulary is key. Is huge. Is key. Comedy, rap, or both. Everything. Oh, everything. Mm-hmm. In fact, we could do in forty-five minutes, right? We're going to go about 30, 35. We're going to wrap it up here in a minute. That's cool. All right. In fact, and this this is not just like a, a, a just a slavery thing, but it's one of the contexts. When they, when, when they first brought the slaves to the land, the most important thing um, was to make sure that they couldn't read and write. And the reason why that was is because if you can read and write, if you can speak the language, then you can, you can navigate. Yeah. You can navigate. You can go anywhere you want to. If you can talk, if you can talk your talk, and mm-hmm. it can sound good, you can go anywhere. You can do whatever you want to do. That's how powerful our words are. Mm-hmm. That's how true. powerful our comedy is. Yeah. That's how powerful this podcast is. That's yeah. Words are huge. Yeah, communication, words, and the, and the way you express it, and the way people can right. soak it in. Uh, you know, I always say that. I think that was, I think we said, talked about that briefly. I was like, one of my my biggest things growing up, you know, coming out the inner city, growing up, pulling in the hood, I wanted to advance my vocabulary, right? So I worked in a shelter, and I worked with homeless teens and whatnot. So I had to do a lot of presentations and outings and whatnot. So that's what advanced my vocabulary speaking and be able to reach mass of people in different uh backgrounds and levels because only thing you see is outside of a book until you read these chapters in these books as you glance at the, the table yeah. of contents and then you're reading the chapters that's how your vocabulary is They're like oh man this is getting deep man oh wow i thought oh, i didn't know you that right. changes the stereotype it changes the stereotype but now people look at you in a different outlook too now. right now like okay they're more relatable than what i thought that's right well, that's what we're trying to bring with this podcast absolutely it's because at the end of the day, we we all, I think I can speak for all three of us, we all have the same views on things. You know, we got to get better. We got to uh, communicate better between all of us. Um, we come from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, but we're here for the same thing, right? I mean, comedy, um, we we want to further the, the knowledge, the information that we're giving out to to our podcast listeners that we're right. a lot more alike than we are different. Right. So we're not. That's our PBS. We're not alike at all. Like I've been sitting here next to you this whole time. Like I don't like your chest, bro. <laughs> like I really don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like look, look, this motherfucker look. is huge, bro. Look, bro you feel how me? Do you think I feel when I take pictures like, and anything next to this man? You know what I'm saying? Uh, like he's not even trying to stick his shit out. It's just out there. I traded one addiction for another. He, he, he make me feel some type of way, man. My woman to tell you, she tell me when I look small. She, babe, you losing weight. Sitting next to him, it don't help. Some so bullshit, you know, yeah, now, man. now, now, this week coming up, I may hit the gym a couple of more times, knock just it to, out, to bulk it up a little bit. Man, why, why are you doing this? Man, I, I don't know, man. Like I said, tr- trading one addiction for another. <laughs> so it it, is, it became an addiction. Yeah, man. Lifting. It is. It's a routine addiction habit. Speaking of habits, man, y'all y'all listen to us on the habit. Uh, once a week, we come out on Wednesdays mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. 
uh, Apple and Spotify. We're uh, we're out on Wednesday morning, so we appreciate Karma coming in, man. Uh, oh, really where, where can they find it. you again? Uh, shoot, the next show I got is uh, the twenty fourth. Oh, together. Tempe Improv. Tempe Improv. I'll be there there with you. Be up there at the Improv that day. And uh, the 3rd, February, uh, Patrick Aiken show. Okay. uh, Cobalt. Cobalt. So, yeah, I'll be there doing that. Cool. So um, Let me check out that show. I guess you guys got my man Reese in the house, man. Reese is up next, man. It's been good to see that dude, bro. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for yeah, having man, appreciate me. you coming. Really, really appreciate it. Had a good time. Yeah. It's a dope yeah, show, man. You well, guys gotta keep it going. Yeah. Keep let's keep it rolling. Tell your friends. All right. So all right, man. Uh, Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. <laughs> right. All right, man. Uh, peace, guys. I appreciate it. Brief. Peace.